Jennifer. Ryan. How are you? you? I'm (laughs) lovely today, actually. I got a rainy day off and I couldn't believe it. Really? It was amazing. I spent most of it fighting DaVinci Resolve, but you know. Ah, (laughs) yeah. It's a good editing program. Hey guys, thanks for coming over and checking us out on Sunday. We kind of had to switch things up from Saturday to Sunday, so we're um, happier here. I see we got 11 people in the chat right off the bat. Lots of people I I recognize. Steve from HVACR, HVACR, HVAC blogger. Uh, Brett's even there. Uh, Speaking of (laughs) Brett, he's backstage. Bill, Curious HVAC, Nasty HVACR, Neil C. Vids. Welcome, everybody. So, Brett Wetzel, the Advanced Refrigeration Podcast host, co-host, is on with us tonight. So, I'm going to go ahead and bring him on right now. There he is. What's going on? Man, let me... uh, So, when you said I was going backstage, I was really confused for a second because, like, everything went dark. (laughs) And I was like, what did I do? I thought I pushed something because it just went fucking dark for, like, real quick. Yeah. (laughs) So, how are you, Brett? okay, Brett. Good, good. Um, I, I just actually got back from Cali this week. We were uh, we're restructuring some uh, construction levels, and so one of the levels is kind of hard. So we're restructuring and, and trying to make a new level. And what else do we do? I don't know. That it's. I, I didn't realize. I, I was freaking out when I first took took the gig that I do for Coolsys over because uh, like I was making curriculum and I felt like I was just taking forever. Then I I talked to some other people who actually create curriculum from scratch and they're like no no don't worry about it you're lucky if you get like seven pages done a day so like i'm rifling through and i'm trying to you know push out 20 25 pages and i'm just i'm freaking out because i don't, I don't think i'm doing enough and then the guy's like no this shit takes forever so i'm like oh all right i'll chill then yeah it takes me literally i do two training plans a day so like i do a weekly training for two people every day and that's all i can manage so you're killing it <laughs> Now, how often are you flying around the country, Brett? Um, it depends. Uh, usually anywhere from two weeks out of the month to only one mo- uh, week one week out of the month. It depends on what I got going on, right? And and depends on what area of the country that needs needs stuff. So, like, you know, there's one guy from construction that I was working with for the level, so I flew out to Cali. Uh, two weeks ago, I went to the NASRC uh, Natural Refrigerant Summit, which was amazing. If, if you didn't get to go, um, sorry, but uh, a lot of the, a lot of the stuff is actually online. Uh, all the, uh, all the, all the, uh, slide decks that were on there. Some of the, they even recorded a bunch of the classes that are actually up there. And then uh, not this coming week, but the following week, I'm going down to Houston. Uh, cool. says four training centers throughout the country. Uh, one in Jacksonville, one in Nemity Falls, Wisconsin, which is the first time I think I've said that correctly, like right off the bat. <laughs> uh fullerton california and houston texas and and so down in houston we're building out the training center uh to get us a, a straight up uh light commercial area so it's gonna have vrf in it single systems propane systems r32 systems uh i got shipped uh, one or two rooftop units a carrier and a train and i think someone else gave me a lennox but i i don't know what's actually down there all i do know is that you know a couple of people from all over the country just asked for POs and they were like, Hey, just can, you know, I'm going to send you a whole bunch of stuff. And there's like literally, I think two tractor trailers worth of stuff that I've been getting sent. So I have to rifle through stuff because I was, I would go down to places and and just ask like, Hey, you know, what would you want to see at this training center? Like, well, let me give you one of these and one of these. And 
that's what like all my trips were. So like now I have all this equipment. I don't know how much is down there. I, I know there's a lot. At one point when I went up to Wisconsin, there it was like Amazon every day. I got like three or four packages every day, controllers and all kinds of other shit for the training center. So um, yeah, I'm going to be down there probably for the rest of the summer. Nice. I've seen the pictures and it looks amazing. It looks so cool. There, it's it's beyond like the scale of a training center that you can imagine. It's amazing. Yeah, and we we uh, we actually purchased a, a CO2 trainer uh, that's going to be going in Houston, and I think there's a small possibility that we might even get one for um, for uh, uh, California. So it'll actually save me money because then I don't have to ship the guys from you know from California to Houston. And then we're showing everyone how serious we are about sustainable refrigerants, right? Yeah. Now, do you get any yeah. time off when you're flying around in Houston or in California to go explore or do something fun? Or I, I do, but like, I like by the time like training is over, like I, I, I I'm, I'm done. I'm done talking to people. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, sure. It, it's, it's. I don't know, man. It's, it's a lot. Right. Uh, it's, yeah. it's constantly talking like, you, you know, usually when you're doing training or even events, you're talking to people constantly and like, and this is kind of different. I mean, I, I know I, we do the podcast and, you know, stuff like this, but like when it comes down to speaking with a whole bunch of people, it's just, it's a lot of input. Right. So by the end of the week, I'm just like, Drain. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Over it. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, you, how was it when you went, you know, I met you, last year uh right or at the uh, hvac school symposium so like you went that whole week how was it like after that were you like kind of done like wanted to go into a hole and not really talk to anyone no we met i think in vegas i didn't go to the symposium must have been another hughes no was it yeah. But Brett just flying all over the place and not okay. knowing where he is. i, I know <laughs> I, I i'm the same way just in my daily i'm like i'm over it <laughs> I'm done yeah. talking to people. Speaking yeah. of the podcast, you've got a couple podcasts. Yeah. How um, are those going? You've got the Advanced Refrigeration Podcast and the Cooler Heads Podcast. Can you? Yeah. Um, Advanced Refrigeration is doing awesome. Uh, yeah. Cooler Heads. Uh, it's just because it's we we try to do it on a, on, a, on a Saturday morning, mm -hmm. um, but family happens, right? I mean, you know, sometimes you just can't do it. I mean, the the, the whole sake of the thing is basically you know, trying to, you know, show things that are, that are going to be beneficial to how to deal with stressors and, and stuff in your life. And, and one of those things is, you know, cutting out some things that, you know, are, are not as important as your family. Right. So, okay, I got to do a podcast. Nah, sorry, we're going to cut the podcast. Well, you know, we'll catch up with you next week. And, you know, I know the secret is trying to stay consistent, but I mean, you know, life just busy in general. Right. Absolutely. I think Cooler Heads is the world's favorite podcast when it comes to HVAC, and that's because it's the realest podcast out there. It's the only podcast that's completely about the way that we feel being HVAC techs and the way that we connect with people and the way we connect with our families. So I think it's even better that sometimes you guys have to go on hiatus and it's like, oh, family shit happened because that's the whole podcast. And that's why it's my favorite podcast, I think. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Um, Brian, I'm, 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 I'm digging the new format. Uh, I wanted oh. to tell you guys, like, I mean, this is, this is a good format. You guys have had awesome guests on, not including myself. I'm just saying like, you know, you guys have had some, <laughs> some really cool cats on here and, and, you know, it, it seems to be going well. I'm, I'm, you know, 
Well, I appreciate that. And Jennifer is awesome. Uh, and so are you, Ryan. Couldn't do it without her. <laughs> um, really, it was just off the spur of the moment <laughs> that this whole thing happened. But I'm glad it did. Yep. And I'm looking forward to having some more awesome guests on. Um, I'm fortunate enough to be in the community and people are willing to come on. That makes it real a whole lot easier when people are willing to come on, you know. Speaking yeah. of which, I'm actually, I'm, I'm actually, as you're, as we're talking about that, like, I, I just realized today that, you know, people don't know that we take guests. Like, we've had guests on, <laughs> but like, I was, I was, I was texting Jen today about this, and I was like, I don't understand why people don't, don't ask. And they're like, well, she's like, well, honestly, I don't really think that people know that you guys take guests. You know, they're, you're very selective. And like, kind of sort of but like not really we just you know we we enjoy having you know some intricate conversations about refrigeration hvac you know we've had some some hvac guys on we've had some chiller guys on and as long as it's it's interesting conversation i mean i'm down for anything so i'm actually working on the website that's what i was doing before when i was in the, the back room i was working on that trying to figure out how to put a calendar on the website <laughs> sure yeah that's that's cool um plug in the guests when you have them and stuff we're not that advanced we we fly by the seat of our pants week to we week. Do. So been, you and we do. I, I've been doing it for two years. So yes, flying by the seat of our pants. That's it. I'm sorry, I cut you off, Ryan. Go ahead. That's okay. Jennifer mentioned to me that you and her are pretty close as far as interacting with each other. How did you two uh, become friends? Actually, I, th- I think through TikTok. Um, you know, yeah. okay. she she uh, was liking some of the stuff, and then she called out on the Cooler Heads podcast, and okay. and I just reached out, and we just started talking. Yeah. Um, so now we're besties. Yeah, just about. I mean, I, you know, <laughs> I, I, it's real. It's it's. I don't know. It's. I, I can't even. I, I can't even quantify. Like I don't have very many close friends that I that I talk to. Um, you know, there's people that I talk to and uh, on the regular. Um, Kevin is basically my my work wife. Just about. You know what I mean. <laughs> but. I love uh, that. But that, that's, 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 I mean, you, you hear it from the banter that, that, that goes on every single week. Uh, just, I, I don't know. Uh, it, it's, it's hard. It, I talk to so many people where it's, it's, you know, you kind of just, you don't want to talk to anyone anymore. So like trying to find a, a couple, you know, close net group of people like, you know, Bill, Adam, uh, Chris Stevens, you know, just, it, it, it's cool to share and it's it's funny because like those end up being like your closest friends like even though they're the farthest away you know like as chris would say fake internet friends right <laughs> um sam andrew has a a question for you jennifer when are you gonna upload your tiktok videos to youtube <laughs> i've been trying okay, to get guys <laughs> i have I, I hear you all i really do so i just just made an instagram like the day before yesterday or something and I've been completely stupid about it. I don't know how to use Instagram. I feel like I'm supposed to be using hashtags. I don't actually know. So I've just been posting a bunch of random shit on Insta. And I don't want my YouTube channel to be like that. So I'm going to reach out to people like Brett and Ryan to help me before I do that. Because as especially Brett knows, I should not be in control of that myself. Oh. I um I actually have been. I think uh, that's Adam. Yeah, I think so. Um, I, I've been showing a lot, a lot of cats lately how to how to use uh, some AI when in making posts and stuff. So I've been because I've been trying to trying to use a lot of my time that I you know I don't know just trying to figure out a little bit more way to be productive. 
Um, and, and I've found a whole bunch of different ways on, on AI to do that, writing posts for me. And, and there's even some videos that's kind of crazy. Like, I, really, I, 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 someone, someone sent me something and I was like, well, hold on, let me, let me reformat this. And I just put it in, in the, in the, in the AI. And then all of a sudden I spit it out and, and sent it back. And they're like, oh my God. And I was like, yeah, I'm not a literary, literary expert at all. Like my, my English skills are horrible. I'm, 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 I'm lucky I can speak English. Um, so using any kind of stuff to, to help me, you know, to help me in, in form, you know, format and certain things for the podcast just is, is a major, major help. Yeah. So I'm what a lot of people don't know. I know, Brett, you know this, but a lot of the people in the chat definitely don't. So I also like I have a lot of side hustles. So one of them is I do a social media. I run a social media for a um, HVAC company in Pennsylvania. So I'm like their social media person. And I was writing posts and I was like, oh, I don't know. I don't like this. And Brett like throws it into this AI program and sends it back like pristine, like perfect. <laughs> I'm like, what do they need me for? So yeah, it's a really awesome tool to utilize if you have to write a lot for sure. It's awesome. I don't know what the site is. What is it, Brett? Chat GPT. There's a, Chat there's GPT, a, yeah. Yeah, there's, there's tons okay. of others out there. Um I was actually, if I had a little bit more time, I was going to play with the one today that takes like a 60 minute video and basically cuts it up into little shorts. Hmm. Yeah. You've intrigued me. TikTok's doing that now. We'll we'll, we'll talk after. Well, I'll I'll show you because I'm going to, it's going to be experiment on my end too, because I'm going to take a a full length video that I've edited out because I, you know, Kevin likes to be an ass and, and just will (laughs) say horrible things. And like he'll do it, he'll do it on purpose because he'll start laughing afterwards. Because it, it's basically him getting back at me for just talking shit to him for the first, you know, 15, 20 minutes of the podcast. So, like, he'll say shit knowing that I have to go back now and edit it. And I'll just be like, you realize that you're just adding more time of stuff that now yeah. I have to do. It's hard because I see Adam doing that from HV, uh, HVAC Overtime. He puts all the clips up to rewatch and find the good parts and edit it. It's a lot of work. I go in waves with social media where I kind of like do it for a bit. Then I get burned out. And I'm like, I don't even want to think about it or do it anymore. So I'm like yeah. this. Cause you're not seeing, cause you're not seeing the results. The ROI is an instant. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? The, yeah. You know, so you're not, you're not getting, Absolutely. Like, you feel like you just put 20 hours in like cutting up the video and, and making it pretty and making sure there's no spelling issues or using the right, your or their which i'm yep. horrible at um and <laughs> you got that right oh my god there, there's a couple cats on there that, I, that are that are grammar nazis that are just yeah. rip me apart whenever i make shit i'm sorry yeah Brian, you, you don't know how many times i check on the phone proper proper <laughs> way to spell this <laughs> i'm making like i'm making a meme i'm making something and all of a sudden i'm like let me throw it in Google really quick, just just to just to double check me because I'm 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 retarded when it comes to English stuff. Like I just I, I don't I don't English well. Um, my daughter just got diagnosed with dysgraphia, and and that's basically like taking something and then writing it down, but it doesn't look like what you wrote down. Um, yeah. That's why my handwriting looks like a four year old. Like my my six year old son has better handwriting than me. Yeah. Yeah, Val and Lyric both have dyslexia, so it's definitely something that runs in families. Yeah, like I, I have to use an index card when I'm reading because I, I jumble all over the words. Like this is a, I know this is gonna be a joke, but it's <laughs> a prime too. example. So like <laughs> I, I'm, I'm reading a book at night to my kids about Dick and Jane riding an elephant and then eating lunch, 
And somehow, if I don't use that index card, I've now fucked up that story. And now Dick and Jane are eating that elephant. And now my kids can't go to bed. <laughs> Stop it. So, e- like, either I, way, I, it's still a good story. But now they're traumatized <laughs> and now they can't sleep. So, not cool for me. Oh, oh man. man. I use an index card too, but it's just because I read really fast. I'll over, like overread. Nope, Especially with manuals. I'm the worst at that. I'll skip around a manual like I and then not around. retain any information. I skip around too. I'm I'm not I hate reading. I hate it. Yeah. Do you hate reading because you have poor comprehension? Because that's my my problem. I have retention problems. I have well, to read things. You can't remember what you just yes. read. I'm like, yes. I just read it. What, Index card helps. What did I just oh you I have notes from years and years ago <laughs> on this. Same thing. I'll be like because for us, it's he- for me, it's heating half the year and then air conditioning the other half. Mm-hmm. And then I, I tend to lose everything I gained yeah. from season to season. So I keep a blue uh, clipboard and I have all these little re- notes and I just kind of refresh awesome. with those. But uh, a training manual or the installation manual, it I, I, I can't, I do, I skip. And when you said that, yep. I was like, I do the same thing. Speech yeah, I really do. It's bad. Speechify works really well. You can basically mm-hmm. take any document as long as it's like I tried doing modern refrigeration, but I couldn't because that was like 49 meg. But yeah. like I think like the, <laughs> the limit's like 30 meg. So you can take a because the modern refrigeration books like I think a thousand, a thousand sixty four pages or something like that. But you can it's take like a smaller book or an IOM manual and just play it. So really? essentially, like you're playing a podcast, but it, you're just you're listening what? to it talk. Oh yeah, I, I love listening and watching. Well, that's what I, I mean. It's so much. I, I understand it better. And I think, you know, I lost a lot in the in the late 90s and early 2000s with not having all this information at my fingertips. Yeah. You know, I feel like now people are excelling way beyond what I missed out on because I couldn't retain and I didn't have the drive. And I kind of was just like it was just a job. You know, yeah. just did the job and went home. I didn't get involved in learning as much as I probably should have. Don't get yeah. me wrong. I've got a decent job and I do a good job at what I do. But I feel like I see all these other people. I was like, everybody is so much smarter than me. <laughs> yeah, I think you we know? all feel like that, though. I, I actually warn. It's funny you say that because I warn my students about that, like my homeschool students, especially my diploma uh-huh. students. They're like not interested in what they're learning at all. And I'm like, listen, like, let's get interested because you're going to wish you did at yeah. some point. Like, and that's learn how to learn, basically. And I'm trying to instill that in my son because I see a lot of myself in my son. He struggles in school. He likes to goof off and uh he's just like me and then my daughter of course Mm -hmm. is just like my wife she's smart as a whip and has a better reading comprehension than me and my son combined so (laughs) i can see the path he's going down and i'm trying to you know have him learn from my mistakes instead of having to make the same mistakes you know on his own yeah but let me ask you both this are you better with numbers Yes. Um, I don't know. I'm not very good with either. (laughs) See, see, (laughs) so usually you're either one or the other words or numbers, not both. I'm probably better with words than I am with numbers, but 
I got a calculator in my, you know, I remember being in math and they were like, you're not always going to have a calculator in your pocket. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. Well, I got an iPhone now, bitch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, so I, like, I, I don't know how to answer that because like, I'm, I'm good with figuring out numbers, but like, I'm also good with, with dumb, dumb facts and numbers as long as I, I heard it or watched it. Right. So um, people think I have an eidetic memory. I don't, I don't think I do. Cause I, yeah, that's I me think- who says that. When I, when I, I know, but like when I think eidetic, I think Sheldon Cooper, like I think, okay, he can remember Not exactly always. what he did, you know, that day. You know what I mean? I can remember dumb facts. Like I can tell you the range of Sporlin Parker CDS valves. I know the CDS valve, you know, two through seven have a, a step rating of 2,500 steps, 200 steps per second, need a 10% overclosure. Yes, yes, yes. But I, I've read it and it recited it so much. <laughs> That that it becomes it becomes literally my alphabet, right? And mm-hmm. you, you just you, you recite it enough, and you, it's it, you keep it to memory. Now I go to the pharmacy um, with my kids, and I feel like I'm being quizzed by the fucking pharmacist because all of a sudden I'm like, <laughs> "Hey, I'm here to pick up," uh, you know, at reading YouTube chats. <laughs> I gave him a gold star. Don't worry. <laughs> um, no, if I go to the pharmacy with the kids, like you know, the, the lady, I'm, I'm like, I'm here to pick up for Madeline. And she's like, well, what's the birthday? And I'm like, <laughs> and then from the back, the smart ass kids are like, January 14th, dad. I was oh. like, I was getting there. I was figuring out when I got married and then figuring it out from there because I can't remember. <laughs> now I can remember it because it's basically, you know, because I tell it as a joke now. So like, I was like, oh, yeah, January 14th, 2008. I remember now. And she's like, mm-hmm. yeah, it took you long enough. I, was My- mortified. I always say the wrong one. <laughs> I was mortified the first time my wife told me to go pick up prescriptions. For her and my kids. And I, I got up the to the counter. Number? I got up to the counter. <laughs> and uh, they're like, birthdays? And I was like, oh, no. I didn't know I needed that. And I'm like, and the panic hit me. And then there was no remembering at that point because I was under yep. pressure. I called my, father, called my father-in-law and was like, You're, I'm a horrible husband. I said, what is my wife's birthday? I, could, I didn't have the heart to call my own wife to ask her. But now I got them. I know them all now because I, I repeatedly pick up prescriptions. I'm just giving you advice now. Uh, uh, Social security numbers are real good to know. Like I went to the doctor. My my eldest thought it was a cool idea to take out the garbage and and platform sneakers. And then we we, after she fractured her ankle, we talked about the the versatility of of which shoes to 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 wear when you were taking out the garbage. And we went to we went we went to the the uh, the doctor and and she's asking me she's like so what's her social security number I'm like i don't know like so i wish i wish a camera followed me followed me around there's some of the funniest things that happen <laughs> with my kids it's just utterly ridiculous Here, here's a prime example we were driving out to oklahoma or i'm sorry arkansas we were driving out to arkansas because my it was my daughter my she's 15 she has a remote boyfriend because that's cool because there's no touching and so we were driving out there and I was, I was like, kid, I want you to sleep. I was like, you're going to have a prom. You're going to be up real late. I want you to hang out, whatever. And as she's sleeping, my phone just is like going off and going off and going off. And I'm like, it was, it was like the Amber alert thing. And I was thinking, okay, I'm in the South. I've seen deliverance. Like I get it. Like I, you know, that's probably what's going on. So I, I'm driving out there. She finally gets up and then I say, you know, Hey baby, can you check my phone? It's, it's been a minute and I don't know what the hell's going on. And she's like, Daddy, we've been driving through tornadoes for the past three and a half, four hours. I'm like, get the fuck. Are you serious? I saw you like- mark yourself safe. <laughs> so 
We we were just about to get there. We're just about to get there, and you can add to this. Your daughter just gave me a lick of love. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I'll, I'll get to that one in a second. So we we get we, we're almost there. We're like twenty minutes out, and then all of a sudden, you know, traffic stops, and I have to make that quick decision on whether to get the hell off the exit and, and, you know, try to find a detour or stay with traffic. And I decided to get off traffic. And I'm so glad I did because I looked like once we got there 20 minutes later and the traffic started at like a 20 mile block. And then it went up to a 15 minutes later, it went to a 40 mile block. And then it went up there and a half, half the state. I'm so glad Jesus. I got off. Yeah. It's like evacuation route or something probably. Oh, no, no. There, I, saw, I drove by and there was a tractor trailer on the bridge that had blown over oh. from one of the tornadoes. Little Rock, Little Rock got utterly decimated that weekend. Like, I didn't even, like, I was kind of upset because, like, I'm like, are you even going to have your prom? Like, I didn't, you know, there were areas that didn't have schools and there were areas that didn't have electricity. So, you know, that was the weekend that, that Iowa and, and, and Arkansas just got decimated. You know, I was talking to yeah. Kevin even of in Indiana. But, no, some, some of the funniest things happen with my kids, and I, I absolutely love it. We, we you know, went out to eat, went, out, went to go get Wendy's. We went to this place called Ninja Nation today. We're driving back, and, and uh, all of a sudden, my, my son gets his meal. He's like, oh, thank God. I'm not going to die of starvation now. Yay. <laughs> I was like, you smart ass. He's six. <laughs> And like he'll wake, he'll 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 do shit like this. He'll wake me up in the morning. He'll stare at the uh, stare at me like this, and wake and like wait for me to wake up. So I'm like, oh my god, what the hell are you doing? I'm being funny. <laughs> you can't even be mad about it at that point. No, it's so cute, he's freaking hysterical. And like, and they'll do shit like my my wife just came in, and apparently my oldest just licked her no, face with middle, love. No, the middle one. Oh, the middle one did. <laughs> I thought it was the oldest. No. Well, it wouldn't be a surprise. They all do it. I don't know where they learned it from. No. Some, yeah, asshole, it. <laughs> some asshole taught them how to lick for love, and, and that was amazing. Lick faces. <laughs> oh, that's funny. My now, favorite you... is, like, things I should never have to say, but I have to say, like, 50 of them in a day because my kids are so ridiculous. Like, here, hold my spoon. Like, <clears throat> nobody should ever tell you to hold their spoon. It's just weird. <laughs> like... Happens to me 50 times a day. Ryan, Ryan, you, you just went to a dance with your daughter, right? Yeah, we, uh, about a month ago, we went to the father-daughter dance. It was cool. It was interesting. Yeah. Bunch of, you know, people, because the, the daughter went off on her own yeah. to dance with her friends. And then I'm like, how you doing? Did you <laughs> have friends you there? Yeah, people you don't have I other dad friends? With. I don't have yeah. many friends. All my friends are vicariously through the internet here. Same. Um, but I got people that I know. A couple of them were like, you do air conditioning, right? And I was like, yeah, take my, check out <laughs> my go. YouTube channel. And they're like, yeah, maybe you could come. It's, that wasn't working real good last year. And I was like, yeah, yeah, we'll see. <laughs> Give me a call. I got my own air conditioner I need to fix, but it's been raining. Yeah. Um, here I too. got a leak. I got a leak. Yeah, me too. Uh. I Me too. I, I have I have to replace this coil. Yeah, we just replaced the we just replaced the downstairs unit uh, coil, and now I got to replace the upstairs coil. I I don't know what it is with these train aluminum coils. I, I think part of the reason is mm -hmm. poor insulation is. because they basically they don't tip them like the way they should towards the drain. So the, uh, the coil is just constantly sitting in water. 
Yep, um, backs but up. like, but then when I finally decide to do it, Mr. Procrastinator here is like, yeah, let's, let's, let's wait till it won't hold charge anymore. And just whoa, do whoa, it straight whoa. Up what I do, what I do, <laughs> I hit something here. Hey, we could oh, take a selfie that like it. that. That ain't it. There it is. There we there go. We go. <laughs> just trying to get, trying to get in the chat here. That was fun. <laughs> It was fun. <laughs> a little Brady Bunch action. I thought that was weird. Now, um, I've been trying to get things edited to play throughout mm -hmm. the podcasts, but ooh. I, I no, I don't have anything. We don't have one? No, I did it. I, I tagged did it you in a super cool ad. I saw did you get my that. tag? <laughs> I did. It's it's so, you know, it now that summer is here, spring and summer is ramping up, these kids mm -hmm. got activities every day day you know yeah and then my yep. wife she's so burdened with the kids she does a lot she does everything really i mean i do the outside yeah. work and things but i i need to give her a little bit more time with the kids and take a little bit off of her shoulders so then i feel guilty being down on the computer editing videos and stuff but she understands yep. it's all for the greater good but still it gets hard so i need to find some time to edit some cool things because i have some good ideas for podcasts and stuff just to kind of break them up um but uh, again i didn't get to do one for this one um that's all right Brett, they're you, coming they're coming guys you you've been stuck in some sticky situations you were talking already about driving through the tornadoes but I, i've noticed you've been stuck in airports a lot <laughs> i mean oh. I, yeah. I don't know what I don't know what it is. I don't I don't I I, I, I should just it probably decide you. just not to fly American. Uh. Um, I don't <laughs> think I don't I think there's been one time and and I travel a lot, right? So I mean, you know, if you if you average, it's probably anywhere from twenty to twenty five weeks a year, right? It's about yeah. half the year. Um, yeah, no, I I got you know two years ago I got stuck in and actually. Now that you corrected me, the year that I met you in Vegas, I was yeah. stuck in Vegas for three days. Three days. <laughs> so I slept. So what happened was Dallas, Dallas, Fort Worth uh, got ice. Yes. And they don't do well with ice. So like basically the, the whole airport shut down. So the first night um, I got to the airport and I'm, I'm, I'm really anal about it. So I'm like, I'm always there like at least two hours early. Um, so I went to the airport there early because i was I, I actually was supposed to do a podcast with somebody like at the at the pavilion and i was like you know what i want to try to get home so i left trying to get an earlier flight flight got delayed and inevitably got canceled so in in the the the, the airport there in vegas they have like a little gym but they also have like a workout type place and in that there's like five rooms i guess that used to be personal training rooms or whatever um or massage rooms um so they turned it into sleeping quarters that you pay by the hour, coincidentally, which is really funny oh, in Vegas. Really? Yeah. And so I stayed there. I was like, well, shit, I'll, I'll, if you stay there for 10 nights, if you paid for the first night, it was only $90 instead of 100 because it was like basically $10 an hour to stay. So I was like, all right, I'll just stay there because my next flight was at 4 a.m. So I was like, then I'll be at the airport. I don't have to get an Uber. I can sleep in, get a good night's sleep and just, you know, whatever. So I get to the airport and once again, delay and then cancel. And I was like, all right, I guess I'm not going home today. So I, I ended up getting a hotel. So I ended up being there extra, I think, three more days. Wow. It's crazy. Yeah. So the thumbnail for this live stream was appropriate. Yeah, oh, yeah. No, 100%. 100%. And like, I also like, so I have this one go bag that I take with me. Um, uh, Kevin refers to it as my Girl Scout cookie bag. 
um, because it basically looks like uh, something a, a Girl Scout would have. And it has everything, like chargers and medicine and two computers and a whole bunch of papers, you know, my stencils for writing schematics and all kinds of other shit. <laughs> and, like, I have TSA pre-checked so I can go through security rather quickly. And as I'm going in there the other morning, because I try to get in there when the shift changes, because then your TSA agents will be a lot smilier and not mm-hmm. so honorary, so they're not they're less likely to want to check your bags. Not that okay. I have anything yeah. high, it's just... Whenever it goes through uh, safety, they always run it through like three or four times. And the one lady looks at me and she's like, there's a lot going on in this bag. I'm sorry. I got to run it through again. <laughs> so she's like, she's like, you need to take your computers out. I was like, but I have TSA pre-check. It's supposed to go through. She's like, you don't make too much shit in that bag. I was like, oh, right. Let me like, ask you this. Oh, go, go ahead. ahead. No, Who, go ahead. What program do you use to do your uh, advanced refrigeration podcast, your live stream on YouTube? So we, we record it on, <clears throat> we record everything on StreamYard. You do, um, yeah, yeah. Do you um, have your mic set on audio to your mic? Yeah. Okay. Why? Because it seemed like when you leaned in towards the um, computer screen, it seemed to get louder. Really? And oh, I was just curious if you hit settings and go to audio and mic. No, it's on. It's on. It's on the road. Okay. Yeah. Well, well it, 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 excuse my uh, inquiry. No, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait. You could be right. Oh, there it is. Wow, oh. that sounds a lot better. better now? Yeah, that's way better. I'm sorry. I don't know why that happened. Yeah, I've done it numerous times. In fact, I did. I bought my. <laughs> I bought my mic. Uh, what do I have here? I got a Rode as well, yeah. but not as nice as yours. But I bought it and did my first live stream with Pat Finley, Commercial mm-hmm. Kitchen Chronicles. We talked about my mic the entire live stream. <laughs> and I didn't even have the damn thing on. I was talking through my computer. <laughs> you know what oh, my gosh. You know what it was? It's, it's usually set up through um, – it's usually set up – you know, when you use StreamYard, it always keeps your settings, right? So I'm yeah. signing into your StreamYard. So it doesn't gotcha. have all my settings, and I didn't – Right. That's a no- note to self. I have to check that next time, apparently. No, sorry. I didn't – I was no, just – No, no, no. You're fine. Just thinking. I need to take a quick – quick break i need a beer run uh, i see jason uh no uh, uh reliable adrian jason johnson is in the chat lots of uh, people coming in i'll be right back hey boys reliable i'm still waiting on you calling me man what's going on do it adrian do it up call brett up he's got some good insights so you yeah what's up um what do you what are you doing with cool sis right now What's your baby right now? Uh, if you had to choose one, there's like thirty different things. Um, <laughs> What's your favorite? The favorite thing you're working on with Coolsys right now? Uh, working on a new program to bring more people into the industry. Um, Why is I, it your uh, favorite? Um, because it, it it's an industry thing that will help the industry get more trained technicians. I can't really get real deep into it because it's still in the preliminary stages but Ooh, top secret yeah yeah so um having meetings about it uh getting this thing rolling but this will basically what are you doing i'm you trying broken. to get in the chat and i keep hitting the wrong damn button <laughs> <laughs> all right oh, but, man. But no um you know it, it's it's going to be able to get uh kids in the industry for um for very lo- low to little cost and there's i love be a- that basically a three month program that's going to go along with it. Um, and they're just going to, they're, they're going to end up being able to be banger technicians by the end of that three months. Cause it's going to encompass 
lab work, book work, but also mentoring. So it's awesome. It's a trifecta um, that um, I, I'm working on six different uh, programs. I, I, I built a, a transcritical CO2 class this year, working on pump liquid overfeed, uh, cascade, advanced EMS, uh, intro to CO2. And I only found that out because when we, we did the class for CO2, we did the first mock class. It was only supposed to be like eight to 12 people, but like 50 people wanted to sign up for it. And I'm like, Oh, fuck it went in Rome. So like we, we invited 20 people down to Dallas and, and, and it went great. I and mean, we got a lot of insight on how to make this, you know, available for online training as well. Um, you know, for our courses employees that can't actually come to either California or Houston. Um, but the, the online pro or the in-person program, the, the transcritical program is going to be awesome. Cause you know, basically it's going to go from, you're going to go working on what you're doing in, in, in the lab, in the schoolwork. And then we'll go right out to the lab and actually do what we just talked about. So we'll start awesome. from scratch. We'll talk about the safety stuff. We'll talk about the tools that you need. And then we'll break right into vacuum. All right, guys, let's go out and pull a vacuum on the unit. So we pull a vacuum on the trainer awesome. unit. And then, okay, then we go back in, back in there. And now we talk about how we have to charge it. Well, we have to charge it up to 100 pounds of vapor first. You can't just put liquid in a CO2 system because what will happen is that pressure is below 67 pounds. Any liquid that you put in the system, Ryan, will turn directly into dry ice. So you have to charge it Crazy. with vapor first. Bring it up to about 100 pounds. That's the safety. And then once you charge it up with 100 pounds of of, of uh, vapor, then you can start charging it as a liquid. So, like, that, that's how the class is going to go. So, like, as we're going through step by step and following, you know, one, we'll get the procedures, and then we'll follow the piping. Because that's one of the biggest biggest pitches about any of these, these rack systems. There's so many pipes Absolutely. all over the place. It's like, oh, my God, like, it's, it's overwhelming. Trying, trying to follow it like there in person, even though there's arrows written on the pipes is just utterly ridiculous. So like mm -hmm. how I typically teach is I, I teach the uh, P and I D diagram, um, which basically gives you, you know, all the identification of everything that's there, valves, pipes, uh, pipe uh, burst ratings and stuff like that. Everything's color coded. So it basically yeah. breaks down everything for you. And then that's, that's how I teach it. And then we, you know, we start talking about the controls and then, you know, how to do it starting up. I'm working on a program. <laughs> nasty i'm sorry but that would work for me that would definitely get me into the trades well there's a there's a guy that i just talked to um a really brilliant engineer and he went to you know he's a, he's a big proponent for sustainable refrigerants but also getting people in the industry nice. and he, he's like brett i learned two really important things i was like what's that he's like one no one wants to listen to you unless they uh, you say that you do youtube and the other <laughs> thing is i didn't bring enough candy He's like, doing the YouTube, you know, influencer table. He brought tons of candy and his table was packed because everyone wants to be a beast. <laughs> True. I so. definitely raid the candy bowls at the supply house way more than I should because the other day I went to Bell Simons and I like was talking to the, you know, one of my buddies at the counter and I like went to walk out to leave and he's like, excuse me, I put the cherry Tootsie Rolls in that bowl for you for a reason. <laughs> so clearly I'm known for that. So wait, I wait, definitely Bell, love the parts Bell, house. Bell Simon, isn't that a the heat yeah, heating heating supply like oil heat? Heating and air conditioning. Oh, okay. They do both here. I don't know about in other states, but yeah, they're really small here. We only have a few locations, but they're my favorite supply house. I've never heard of them. Yeah, I, I think. Awesome. Yeah, I, I don't know if I if I saw them when I was up in Connecticut or when I when I lived in Pennsylvania. I'm not sure. 
we well, go probably to United, C- Connecticut then. Yeah, we go to United Refrigeration yeah. and RSC when we have to. Mm-hmm. But yeah, United's we have United favorite. here too. I love the free United T-shirts. I'll go in yeah. and joke with them, be like, "I need a new uniform, guys. You guys giving out any free T-shirts?" <laughs> FW Web is the best for that. Uh-huh. I don't know if you guys have FW Web, but they have every in all summer long on Fridays. They have like a Friday lunch for all the techs. So anybody that comes in like has a barbecue and they pass out free shirts and stuff. It's awesome. Nice. So Sporlands, or, or I'm sorry, United is one of our sponsors. They, they, if you go to their website, um, they have a, a whole place on there where it actually shows all the class schedules that are going on everywhere. So, I mean, it's yep. a really good reference to use. Like if you're looking for, for training, a lot of times it's, it's free. And if it's not, yep. uh, you know, a lot of times you can talk to your boss, man. Hey, you know, can I go to this compressor teardown class for like 400 bucks? Or can I go, uh, I, man, when I, when I was younger, when I was living in Pennsylvania, I went to, I drove all the way down to Philadelphia to, to go to an economizer class. I paid $300 for it. And it was one of the best classes I've ever been to like younger younger sure. now now yeah. um like i said that that nasrc they they literally had they had 17 different classes and i think it was probably 10 or 12 different manufacturers basically anybody from hill phoenix kaiser warren zero so, zone uh emerson did like three different three different things one on controls one on uh cop charts um there was a lot of, there was uh HT was there and true. We're talking about propane cases. Um, yeah, the, the shit's coming commercial. Like we were talking the other day about how I think what's going to happen is, is you're going to have young kids out there that have never touched, uh, never touched, you know, HFCs or HFOs. And it's just, they're going to go straight into natural refrigerants, you know, whether yeah. it be so. or hydrocarbons, you know what I mean? Um, I hope so. I went to a class with Rusty Walker at that NASRC. He's like, fellas, we're back in the glory days where he can blow gas just like we used to back when it was R12. (laughs) It feels weird. Like, it it honestly feels weird when you're on a CO2 rack and you're like, I got to get rid of the charge. And you're like, you're looking around. for a recovery tank. Yeah, and you're like, fuck it, CO2. Let it blow. Wow. That's like nitro. Like, it feels weird blowing nitro too, but, you know, you can. But no, they, 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 the reclaimer, they make a reclaimer for CO2, but I don't even know what you would put it in because the cylinder has to be, uh, you know, tough enough to hold it. Cause you got to remember. So right. if you're not, if you're not aware, uh, right. They, they basically, uh, CO2 at like 87 degrees is uh-huh. 1055 PSI. Wow. Yeah. It's yeah, a super so, uh, vapor. Yeah. Yeah. So imagine, imagine if you were to take that vapor, right. And then compress it even Condense more. It. Well, no, well, at that point, you can't condense it. It becomes a superfluid. You can't do that. Right. But what I'm Those saying is up. pressure is just going to keep raising and raising and raising. Um, yeah. yeah. So they, they actually just Boom. came out. They came out with a with a propane and isobutane um, recovery machine, but it's 10 grand. And are you really going to spend 10 grand to recover what? A mouse fart worth of hydrocarbons? Uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. And it's something that's already in our atmosphere, like with isobutane or propane. So. What's the point? Yeah, so Tiny with 404 house. and all the HFOs, right. just, you know, we have <laughs> elites. I'm not talking about because we put them there. <laughs> yeah, I haven't run into any R290 equipment yet, but I'm, I'm waiting for the day, and uh, I'm going to be like, I'm uh, not quite sure. Don't you have, you have to have special gauges for that, right? With the skinny hoses and well, stuff? I've seen all this. It, 
they only say the shorty hoses just because of the amount of charge, right? Because uh-huh. you're, right. You're, you know, it might be what tw- a couple ounces. Yeah, it, no uh, grams. Like they always do it in grams because you know because it, it's a smaller smaller than ounces. But gotcha. Um, like I think the max is I think it's the max is five ounces. I think I, okay. I think and yeah. and they're all and they're working on making it ten because there's a lot of. There's a lot of what, what in supermarkets for a lot of stuff in the cities, they have what are called micro distribution systems, uh-huh. which is basically yeah. a self-contained. But if you had a whole supermarket full of self-contained, that would put a shit ton of, 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 uh, of heat inside the building. Cause you're, you know, basically right. utilizing the condensers and blowing that heat in there. So what a micro distribution system is, is basically a self-contained that has uh, a plate plate to plate heat exchanger. So you have the refrigerant going in one side and then they'll just basically run a whole glycol loop throughout the building. Okay. okay? So then they run that glycol out to a gas cool or I'm sorry, a dry cooler that blows that heat up. But then sometimes what they'll do is if the system was built that way, what they'll end up doing is they'll take that hot glycol that's coming back to the cases that normally would get redistributed outside to expel the heat. And then what they'll do is they'll take that glycol line, put a three-way valve on there basically uh turn the turn the direction of, of the flow and put it up to a heat reclaim coil so then you're getting free heat uh, yeah. in the summertime or even even in the in or i'm sorry in the wintertime but also in the summertime because there, there's a natural misconception that heat takes out humidity but we still need heat when we're running air conditioning because you know have you ever been into a house um you know texas has it real bad because like our systems are sized for like 110 ambient outside right so it has to be able to be big enough in order to still work at the you know those pressure ranges but then when it gets you know cooler outside then it feels cool in the house but it also feels clammy and humid right because it it didn't really run long enough so same problem with supermarkets right but what they'll do is they'll run a heat reclaim coil just enough heat just to keep the air conditioning on longer so gotcha. for example, so when I was when I was when, e- even it out a little bit, it equals the right. runtime. The more run, yeah, extend yeah, yeah. the runtime slightly to get that dehumidification. Correct. So yeah. like when when you when you run your air conditioning longer, obviously you're pulling more, you know, uh, more latent heat out, right? Yep. You know, you, yeah, basically uh, pulling a lot more moisture out. No, so that we makes we, sense. Yeah. So we do this in supermarkets all the time because you know even in the summertime we still have to add a little bit of heat there. Um, you know, what I was going to say before I programmed, uh, modulating heat valves already. So it did both. It did heat, but it did, it also did, uh, the reheat, but it had different set points. So if it's doing reheat, it would have a set point of like 78 degrees. If it has true blue heat, then it has like a discharge air setting of like 125. So it just, it changed how the valve would react based off of that temperature, based off of what it's doing. Right. So it, it's, it's so cool. It doesn't overtake the air conditioning, essentially. Absolutely. Uh, Jason Johnson put in the chat earlier. Can you put a link in the chat? I asked him what link he was looking for. He is looking for the training you were talking about. Oh, um, yeah. Um, yeah. I'll, I'll, what I'll do is and, uh, after, the, after, after the podcast, I'll put it in the Misfits page. Awesome. Yeah. And, and Brett, put your, and, your contact info, too, in there. Yeah. And. And if he misses it there, he can always email you, right, at uh, yeah. Advanced Refrigeration Podcast at gmail.com. Oh, Jason, I think Jason has my phone number. He won. I think. <laughs> I think he won. I think we, he he won like four hundred that four hundred dollar gift card or something. Oh, uh, was cool. that Jay? Yeah. Nice job, That's Jason. Cool. I won it last year from Chris. 
yeah i i gave i gave both mine away so like chris actually chris was really really nice this year he was very nice he gave me one for personal use and one for uh uh you know one to give away and i was like i don't really need anything yeah and i'm sure if i would have ran it by kevin he would have been like well fucker give it here but like i just i figured i just <laughs> nice to just I, I i gave i gave both of them away I, well, you know, I, I gave one away i did use mine because i needed something no I but you. i haven't used it i bought a um uh, thermal imager. Uh, I love Joe, mine. Joe kept his. <laughs> well, when did you get? Did you get the Klein, Ryan? No, I forget what I got. I haven't I've used it like one time. I was like, wow, this is cool. Um, the Hike Micro uh, Pocket 2. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yep. nice. I love it my Klein like, one. Yeah, it was like 600 bucks. So I used the 400 yep. towards it and then paid the other 200 to get it. Um, I'm hoping Killer. to use it a little bit this uh this year on some air conditioning service calls and stuff. You know, I, I, I did walk around my house with it. It was really cool. Cause now I know exactly where all my heat runs are. You know, I can yeah. see right through the wall. It was very cool. What, yeah, what, what, awesome. what are you describing? Cause now I'm, I'm intrigued. Cause the thermal, thermal imager. Thermal imager. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. It was cool. I like it. The hike micro pocket two. It's like a, looks like a cell phone for the most part. It's a digital camera. I like it. But Chris, man, yeah. And uh, anything I've learned from 290, which isn't a lot, I've seen on Chris's channel, uh, mm -hmm. working on the small reach-ins and stuff. Because that's what I, I, I'm not on the supermarket stuff. I do, it does intrigue me. And that everything you just said was awesome about the reheat, <laughs> and the, you know, extending the air conditioning runtime. I love that. Um, but I'm working on the little reach-ins and stuff. Not a lot, yeah, but we, we do have some restaurant accounts that I do have to go on. And um, I'm like dreading the day that I'm like, oh, shit, it's 290. Yeah. I'm not prepared. There, there is so I do much. so many restaurant reach-ins. It's not yeah. even funny. Like I have so many maintenance customers, especially yeah. for restaurants. Yeah. I can't wait to get a 291, though. Well, I, I restaurant I, equipment. I, yeah, me, me too. I just don't like smelling like a greasy floor. It's gross. It's I don't. I don't. I don't know how Pat does it. Like God help him. Like I mean, he, I, I know he what he does. Yeah, but, he does like, like the grease straps and stuff. Yeah, like, no, I can do I, it. Mm -mm. Well, we picked up a new account nope. that has a lot of reach and stuff. It's a mm -hmm. bagel mm -hmm. store. Mm -hmm. it, oh, nice. And it's it's pretty clean. They're making bagels. You know what I'm saying? They're not cooking yeah. fish and right. chicken and stuff like that. So I was like, I don't mind this new bagel account. I'll take that. Yeah. Everything's pretty clean and they have no seating. All right. It's just, you walk Perfect. in so I can wheel that thing out. I've got a nice big open room. space. I'm not working on a line. That's, that's what I hate most about it. Not working on the equipment so much. It's working around people that are trying to do their work. Do their jobs. Yeah. I got tanks and torches and recovery machines and stuff. It's such a pain in the ass. I don't know how Pat Or like cleaning an God ice machine, like cleaning ice machines while people are trying to run an open restaurant is yeah. fucking hell. I hate it. it, it so much. I hate it's emptying horrible. their bin right in front of them. Like, it's like I'm so my, sorry. My stress level just goes like right up here. You know, yeah. I, I hate it. It stresses me out and it just doesn't. Yeah. Go ahead, Brett. That's I've always I, said the R in HVACR stands for rage. Yeah. So. so I think that's why I stuck with commercial and industrial refrigeration yeah. Yeah. because I, I walk in, I look downstairs to see what the problem is. And I go hide in the rack room. 
and I'm just making <laughs> yeah. sure, you know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm, I'm not peopling, right? I can, I can get the yeah. hell away from everybody and just do whatever up there. And you know, most, of the, most, well, most of the, most of the time it's, it's, it, it's something up at the rack that caused the issue anyway. Plus, you know, I, I think the refrigeration system almost is like a, the circulatory system, right? You know, you have to make mm-hmm. sure the, the heart, the lungs, everything else is straight first. Yeah before you see any, you know, anything that's going on with the rest of the rest of the stuff. But talking about Chris and, and the propane stuff, like I saw what he was working on. Like he was he, one of his videos, he was showing, you know, the, the, the propane that he was working on and I saw solenoids and I've never, I've never seen a self-contained system that actually had propane. And then I asked him, I'm like, well, wait a minute. I was like, does this have, did it have expansion valves? Cause I didn't, I, you know, I wasn't looking for a receiver at that point in time. And I was like, right. do, they, do they even make, do they make, you know, uh, you know, 290 uh, expansion valves? And apparently after Googling, yeah, apparently they do. Dan Foss makes a ton of them. Wow. Yes. Yeah, I got to look it, that up. He said, he said, he said Beagle, but it, it, it's Bagel. Eagle? I said Beagle? <laughs> he did. I meant Bagel. I get the, the breakfast sandwich. And they're only open <laughs> till two. So on top of that, they want out of there at two o'clock. So if I get a service call and it's 1230... The first thing they're telling me is, you know, we close at two. And I'm like, well, yeah. I guess I'll have to come back tomorrow then. I don't know what to tell and you. They probably open up at four, right? They're Yeah, yeah. they're real busy. It's, it's Einstein breakfast. Brother Biggles. You ever hear of it? Yeah. yeah, no, yeah. Pretty good, actually. Yeah, but in, in your defense, Jen, there's nothing up in Maine. <laughs> Listen, there's a place called Two Fat Cats, right? And they make cakes, okay? And Val had to work on their RTU one day, and he came mm-hmm. home and he was like, "That was the best smelling RTU I've ever smelled in my life," because it was all like chocolate stuff. So we have something here. All right, Brett. You basically <laughs> live near Deliverance. I don't want to hear shit. <laughs> I live in Deliverance. You yeah, probably yeah, got you know. good. Uh, I live in a Stephen King book. Yeah, what's going on with your post office? I've been waiting for these uh, oh my God. Misfits HVAC shirts for a month now. So first, our, so we had one male lady for our whole town, and she quit. <laughs> like, she just up and was fed up and done with it one day. So then they started bringing people from, like, 45 minutes away to our town to deliver our mail. And now they're doing that around, like, 7 o'clock at night, and they have no one to work in the post office. The post office has actually been closed for two weeks. Like it was open one day in the last two weeks. So now everything that I sent out last week is going out this week when they finally open back up again. And Casco, the next town over, is having the same problem too because they have their own post office. Now we're going to be sharing one, I guess. So shut up, Brett. Just because I suck at sending things out in the first place doesn't really like warrant your little snicker right now. Yeah, she was like, you'll have the shirt. We can wear it on the live stream. This was like three live streams <laughs> I wish, ago. I was like, where the hell I'm is this shirt I'm still staring at? at mine, too. I'm still staring at mine. I can't wear mine either without then you. I texted her, and I said, I'm not trying to, you know, she's sending me a shirt that I didn't pay for, so I'm not trying to be a dick <laughs> about it. But I was like, did you send that shirt out? Because I never got it. I just wanted to make sure that it wasn't, you know, at. Yeah, no, I live in Ryan a Stephen King novel. Us. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> How are the Brett, however, Brett, Brett, where's your sweatshirt? <laughs> warm in here oh, all right you, you, yeah, you punched me on that one <laughs> you went on that one <laughs> sorry ryan jennifer cut you off talking no, right. so always i'm a big fan of lobster rolls and i've been meaning to ask you how's the lobster rolls up there in maine probably delicious um, huh? the best yeah they're the best so like um, the only lobster you want to eat is maine lobster basically okay. 
Well, we That's went to me and my wife. We we in fact, this is our anniversary. We got married eight years ago in Vegas by an Elvis Happy anniversary! Thanks. Happy anniversary. Thanks. Um, and uh, she turned me on to lobster rolls at Luke's Lobster in Las Vegas. So now every time we, you know, go to Vegas, we eat them. But um, we're going to New Jersey. We're going to Wildwood, New Jersey, this summer. So I'm like scoping out all the lobster roll places. Those things are so good. all of that, all of the lobster rolls you'll get there are main lobster. Yeah. So well, you'll, you'll luck out. Even Luke's in Vegas is like main lobster. Yeah. It's the, they promote yeah, it's it shipped that at way, that but... point, but. Oh, my yep, mouth's It's the best here. We're actually, we're fighting the, the lobster men. Their unions are fighting the government right now, actually, because really? they're trying to stop them from um, fishing in certain waters that they've been fishing in for hundreds of years. And oh boy. yeah, it's the whole thing sucks ryan needed more beer that was happening <laughs> nope oh my goodness let me see yeah we had this made uh the day we were married eight years ago <laughs> oh my goodness that's adorable <laughs> they, 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 you know do they they did your hair perfect they did, they did my <laughs> they hair did. perfect oh that's funny oh man so now and i's anniversary is the 20th so it must be the season of this month yeah, it just passed. Okay, I was confused because we're the 23rd today. <laughs> Are we? I was, I was befuddled. <laughs> befuddled. Have I met HVAC Jess? So I have not met HVAC Jess. She actually, um, she met up with Val at AHR and talked to him about me a little bit and gave me some stickers. She's on the front of my hard hat. I love her to death. She's awesome. So yeah, I don't know her personally. Hopefully HR this year in Chicago. She's from Canada, right? Is that? She is, H yep. Yep. Okay. Hence why she services Tim Hortons. Yeah. <laughs> she actually missed coming to AHR in Vegas because they had COVID. I watched her whole thing oh my goodness. on, on uh, TikTok. Well, yeah, she yeah. won. I think she won. Yeah, because she won she, the award. She won the award. At the Tactical yeah. Awards. And yep. then she won it remotely and then ended up giving her, giving the award away that she got last year at this year's. Yeah. Right? Right? Oh. Gotcha. Yeah, uh, that makes sense. Speaking of that, were you at the Tactical Awards this year? I was. I was. I was Chris Stevens's plus one. Oh, yeah. Nice. Here's Chris's date. Nice. I um, I watched a lot of that and uh, missed a lot of that. Apparently, it was good, huh? It was awesome. Yeah, I um, I, I I realized like since I've gotten this this cushy office job that now that I've I've gotten uh, incredibly fat, so it was a mad rush. So I I, I didn't have anything to fit. Uh, all this goodness. So I had to basically uh, run around. So I, I, I flew in late on later on Sunday and then had to set up the audio, which is always fun. So Chris and I are working on that for like the next couple hours. And I'm like, dude, I, I really got to go. Like I got to oh, get yeah. a tie. I got to get clothing. Like I, I didn't have shit except for shoes and a, and a belt that I had to drill a couple holes into. You know, I did know that you were there because I, I watched on Krause's channel. Uh, he says, I made it on the Advanced Refrigeration Podcast. And it was just him, walk, <laughs> him walking back behind you. That was freaking hilarious. How uh, about, um, Brett, Brett, you did manage to find a um, bow tie, though. I, I did, and, and I'm not proud of that. So I, I, I went to, so the, I'm looking all over Atlanta, Georgia for a bow tie. And all the places that I'm going to are, as I'm driving by, they're fucking closed, right? So I find this really 
really, really bougie mall. And I, I'm literally running in. I run into, I run in to get a shirt, rip it off. I like basically I'm just in my wife beater and I put the shirt on. I'm like, okay, good. I can button it if I hold my breath in. And then I went to a, a, a bow tie shop and I was like, yes, I'll take that one. And, and I'll also take a pair of cufflinks. And he's like, okay, that'll be uh, $580. And I'm like, I'm going to put back the cufflinks. <laughs> How much does that break me down to? Cause I'm thinking that the cufflinks were really pretty, really nice. Would have been really bougie, and then they're like, uh, "It's one hundred and sixty dollars in tax." Oh man! <laughs> so what do you do? Do you do you, do you bitch out and like, "Hey, I I I need a bow tie." You well, know? you can write that off, right? You, I mean, you've got enough. <laughs> the best part about it was the side of the box where he's literally like showing me. He's like, "This bow tie was like really expensive." And I was like, uh, yeah, that's because you bought a designer bow tie. He's yeah, like, well, I, was... I didn't know where else I was supposed to do. I was like, go to Walmart. <laughs> Five dollar no, bow ties. I was, I, was at, I was at a time limit. I was at a time limit. And literally there was there was a dress store and another store, uh, you know, another dress store like within walking distance of this mall. I look like a fucking maniac. I literally parked <laughs> in a handicapped spot. I'm running through the mall like like like, you know, Kevin from Home Alone, like all over the fucking place, just trying to find. <laughs> everything i'm like i want to get there on time because like i don't like being late for anything um i'm always usually 15 20 minutes early and and if you're only five minutes early you're late that's my grandmother's fault that for instilling that that uh Uh, that mentality i'm late as fuck did you everything did you happen to run into Rick from hvacr survival in your journeys I, i was talking to him at the at the um Hell's awards it? yeah awards? yeah yeah but i'm um, like the happy hour or whatever the snack hour whatever okay but they walk around with the bougie snacks and you just yeah. fill your face for, for like the next 45 minutes until the awards actually start yeah i was because yeah. like it was just a busy day that was the day i flew in and then ran around like an asshole around the mall and then and then finally you know made it to to the awards so i'm just i'm there filling my face talking with with vinny from blue on and talking with rick and i love vinny um craig Craig really, really ripped us <laughs> in the snack. Adam is on fire tonight. He also said they're doing H- uh, HVAC Overtime Awards this year. What? Yeah, that's what that's he says. Amazing. He says that's the plan. Huh. Uh, you know, I'm amazed at how much how much time that they put in. Like, I, I remember yeah. when they did their 100th episode, like, yeah. the hours that Bill put in there, uh, just going through all that footage is just utterly fucking amazing. Yeah, and he's doing it again for their 200th. And that that sparked my interest in that, and I was like, I need to give Jennifer access so she can go through all this crap, not me. <laughs> Get on he it. Did. Get on it, Jennifer. Yes, yes, <laughs> I have to. I'm still trying to figure out how to record while I work. Okay. <laughs> hey, just remember, TikTok's vertical, YouTube is horizontal. Now there's rules. That's all you need to know. <laughs> right, Brett? Okay. No, I, yeah, I, I, I do the social media for the Advanced Refrigeration Podcast, but I don't really know how to do the social media. It's like, I still haven't figured out Twitter. I have no idea. I post I, the same I shit. That and like, I, I put a whole bunch of hashtags because I think that's what you're supposed to do. And that's basically the extent of my Twitter knowledge. I'm not a 14 year old girl. I, I don't, I don't, yeah. I don't mess with Twitter at all. I follow a couple of people just for news purposes. Like, just because I want to see what they're doing, but I don't ever post on Twitter. In fact, I think it's like a cesspool. 
know. Yeah. So like, like, am I supposed to use hashtags on Insta? Will someone just tell me that? Sure. It can only help. <laughs> Ask your I don't kids. <laughs> I did. They don't have Insta. Yeah, I think they have Discord it, now. Basically, the hashtags. All that does is it 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 will include whatever your post is into a group of other posts that. of that same thing. So if you hashtag HVAC technician, yeah. it's going to lump yours in uh, with a bunch of other people that also typed in hashtag HVAC technician. So it's just a way. So to it's like of, TikTok in that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I like, I like all the social media. It's just, it's daunting and exhausting for me because I try to do it. And then I'm like, I'm not doing it for a month. I mean, oh, no, I don't say I'm not doing it for a month, but I end up, I end up not don't. doing it for like a month. And then I'm like, ah, anything I may have like built up is just gone now. Um, yeah. But it is what it is. I like YouTube. I'm an old man. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get better at the whole YouTube thing, but like um, Kevin's internet still sucks. We've been doing the podcast two years and he lives in the middle of BF, uh, Indiana. Yeah, and like I, I said, they, they're the only way he gets internet service is if no one else is on the internet and his kids are up on the roof with tinfoil, like trying to get him service. <laughs> but he, I think he just said that Indiana just got some new internet. So I'm hoping because you usually like I, I gotta go through and find because most of the time when we do a podcast with him, he looks like the Unabomber. Like he's behind, it's <laughs> yeah. in a dark room. He doesn't have any lights on. He's like behind a curtain, you know. You think his mom's gonna come out from this corner and start yelling at him, like, like that's the vibe that 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 he that he throws off. Uh, and yeah. I use some of the some of the the marketing stuff that I've created based <laughs> off of that. Um, I, I like I said, I, I, I'd like to show you like some of the stuff that I'm I'm working on to to tr you know to try to push you know the podcast out more because I like I, hey, it's a real neat market. Uh, I, there's been many times where I was like, I wish somebody more prominent than me would just come to me and say, why don't you just edit my videos? I'd give up my own YouTube channel just to edit somebody else's stuff. Cause it's hard, man. I don't have, you know, I'm working on rooftop units here and some reach-ins every once in a while. It's hard to get the footage, the good content to edit. I'd almost give it all up just to go full time editing for somebody Cause then it'd be a lot of pressure. Off at that. I have to do half the work, you know, I wouldn't have to acquire the footage and then edit it. I'd rather just have somebody serve it up to me. Say, here's my footage, edit me something awesome. So, uh, yeah. I'm not saying I'm going to do it for everybody, but if anybody ever wanted a, right promo, video, a promo video for their channel, I'm, I'm open to that stuff. I'd do it I, and be happy to do it because I, I actually just like the editing aspect of it. Um, that's you know, so my cool. videos I've started, I was like, I'm making a video today. And then I'm like, I get to the call. I'm like, I broken belt again. You know, <laughs> what can you do with that? You know, or can't get roof access or this or that. I like, I spent a lot of time trying to acquire content only to just throw it in the garbage can. And then, yeah, you know, too. like, like Brett said earlier, um, consistency is very important. It's hard though when you're doing preventative maintenance. Is how many times you're going to say date filters, make sure the belt. Yeah. You know, it's like I don't have the awesome, uh, I don't have the awesome content that a lot of these other guys get because I'm working on. I don't know. In my opinion, kind of pretty basic stuff. I I know the rooftop commercial stuff is kind of interesting. I'd have to go into a whole different 
aspect of it of like a, a follow me along on my day and not so much of a technical type thing which would but be cool it would yeah be we can't good. all be jason johnson working on like I know. gigantic shit he, right he's pretty bright <laughs> i like this jason johnson he's guy awesome yeah he's cool in fact hey I'm, brett um speaking of your social media uh is your giveaway still going on the the, the one where you're supposed to find funny clips of kevin yes mm-hmm just no one's no, no one's responded because that actually that was my answer to trying to get uh <laughs> I was like go through all the clips and try to find the funniest shit and then that way I didn't have to <laughs> I could actually yep. make some promo stuff out of it and just give away give away some you know advanced refrigeration some some sponsorship merch right um that's one thing like I I wish like I didn't start doing like podcast type stuff until like I was just about out of the field and then like yeah. even if i would i mean it and and i would have had to invest in a little bit more stuff but like trying to do uh videos when you're trying to yell over the equipment that you're actually working on is kind of is kind of a bitch because i you know i, I don't, have you ever been in like a like a rack warehouse a rack a rack oh, room yeah. ryan I have. Uh, they're very loud. I've also watched a lot of videos where people are making them in the rack room, and it's next to impossible to actually understand. Well, so I, I with that DaVinci Resolve, like that, that I started, like I recorded a whole bunch of stuff for uh -huh. cool. So I actually make a lot of videos for CoolSys, like uh, yes. you know, how to change an oil separator, how to check superheat, how to change a valve plate on a 3D. And I found what works for me is is using DaVinci Resolve to basically take the the audio um, and and there's all kinds of EQs and I have one where like I when I was trying to sell this principle the cool system like this is what I want to do you know I took a video that I that I took left the audio the way it was and showed them the audio sample that I had after editing mm -hmm. and like if you spent the time to do it through that it it, it comes out actually really really good but like I said but by, by that time. I, I'm out of the field now. I don't really, I don't, my, my daughter grabbed my hands today. She's like, I want to hold your hand. She's like, they're so soft. I was like, yeah, it's because I'm on the computer. <laughs> so oh we got a goodness. request from Adam. Do we want to shout out the new overtime intro? I would love to. Did you guys see it? Did you guys see the new overtime intro? I saw Bill talking like during the yeah, live stream. Oh, is yeah. that what you're talking about? Because like I was like, yeah. I, I felt like an ass then because I rewound it. Like I, was, I, I didn't watch it. Like I was there right at the beginning, like right in the beginning because I was putting my son down, and then and then I was like, well, he talked about the intro, and I was like, I didn't see it, so I thought I missed something. So I like I rewound it. I scrolled through for like the next twenty minutes again. I'm like, I can't find this fucking intro. Yeah. Again, and I went through again, and I'm like, all right, he's screwing with me now, and it's fucking. It's yeah. Well, so, I missed. Yeah. I missed why they uh, can't use the music anymore. I don't even. I'm not even up to date on why they oh, I don't can't know. use the intro anymore. I probably. I didn't it. know that was a thing. Why are no. you changing the intro, Adam? Tell us in the chat. No, it's. I, I, um, I, yeah. You weren't so paying Bill, attention because they they obviously they said copyright. Um, really? Oh, they did. I think I'm. Yeah, I wasn't sure. paying attention. Well, they, they make copyright-free music sites. That's what yes. I use for yes. all my music. I use copyright-free yeah, sites. What what I what I've done in the past is taken a nice copyright beat and then basically just put like audio drops on it. Let's see what I have. Fuck you, science. Like stuff like that. <laughs> but like more. Yeah, there's Brett. So nice. 
But no, if you if you guys haven't heard about H or HVAC overtime, uh, go check it out. Same thing with uh, Chris Stevens at HVACR videos. Um, all great yeah, guys. Um, absolutely, Rick HVACR yeah. survival. Rick 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 does some amazing stuff. He, I talked to him the one day. He's like, I work on this all this old shit, and it's all falling apart. <laughs> yeah. Um, I like he, old shit. He he loves it. Though. I just talked to Rick and I'm not going to break out any of his secrets, but he's got some big things coming in his personal life. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he's going to be able to show them on his channel, but I got the inside scoop with Rick. So uh, stay tuned it's to cool. his channel. He might be bringing that out, but it's um, out of this world type stuff. If you know what I mean? Um, wow. So good. Sorry, no, you go. No, you go ahead. I was just- no, I was gonna say something. I talked to uh, Will Speed uh, when we were down in uh, Georgia. He actually randomly found me, so I went down um, to just go grab a drink um, down at the bar, and and I went out I, and I ended up making eye contact with Will. He's like, "What the hell are you doing?" Like he just randomly showed up at this <laughs> bar because everything was packed. Uh, it was the the hotel bar. Um, so I was talking to him. He's like, "Yeah, I just came from an ashtray meeting. They were talking about." colonizing space and how what you would have to deal with i was like i want to be in space hvc school yeah like i want to do mm-hmm. that i was like how do i how do i get involved with that yeah. right well you, you gotta you gotta go to Dykin. Dykin, those are the worst rooftop <laughs> units though i'm sorry you know you'll find their way to mars well i will i will tell you uh Dykin, so I, I went over to one of their one of their facilities so i was trying to get ideas mm-hmm. of um you know getting you know some stuff at the training center or whatever they the, all their stuff uh, they give away free training. So if you find a yeah. Daikin uh, Daikin facility, um, Daikin Daikin US or something like that, but you have to sign up for the website. But all their training is available. Um, all their uh, you can schedule class any class to go to, and they're all free. They don't cost yeah. anything. Their mini splits are great. I've worked on a lot of uh, Daikin inverters. Mm-hmm. I love them. Their rooftop. I love their warranty. They have fifteen hundred screws to get off the blower compartment door, and then you you can't take one door off without you know. There's like inner. It's like a a jigsaw puzzle to get the doors off. Instead of just being able to take one door off, you got to take. I I don't know. I know exactly what you mean. You have to take this one to take that one. You got to take this one to get that one. It's a little frustrating. Um, Not a big fan of the Daikin rooftop units, but you know what? I'm not a fan of any of the rooftop units, except carriers, because they're keeping us in business. Yeah. As far as service goes. I I, I used to work a lot on uh, Munchers units. Um, Seasons four units. Uh, the ones up in uh, up like up in Connecticut were freaking huge. They had like a million BTU power flame burner where it looks like a freaking big gun on there. Yeah. Um, uh, another one a unit that was really interesting to work on. Uh, have you ever done any school work? Like schools, uh, schools, high schools. Yes, I have. So, uh, man, uh, there's a manufacturer called Mammoth. And- yes, we have some Mammoth units. We do some. Um, you call them. Uh, I don't know. They're like a prison for young children. <laughs> it's like a juvenile uh, detention center, right? Yeah. Detention, detention center, centers. Yeah. yeah. So like this one that I worked on, had a hot deck and a cold deck. So it was constantly running both heating and air conditioning. Uh-huh. And then it had a damper on there that would basically decide whether the air was going to go 
you know, come from the hot deck or come from the cold deck to whatever part of the, you know, whatever classrooms, because they all had those, it was, it, it was ran on the uh, Johnson controls Metasys and they all had yeah. the sliding thermostat. So like it was set to a one temperature until you, you know, move that little anticipator up and down, uh -huh. um, you know, to, to, if you wanted it hot, more hot or more cold. And I remember yeah. the first time I ever working on it, there was a, there was a relay that wasn't coming on. And I literally took a picture of this freaking thing. I was like, there, there had to be 40 different relays throughout this yeah. whole thing. And it was like one of these things was not like the other. Like I went through the schematic and I was like, holy shit, this is going to take forever. So I just started looking at the relays on one unit. And I was like, okay, normally open, normally open, normally open. Wait, that's yeah. normally and that's the only way that I went through because there's so much controls. And that's one of the things. I, that's, really, that's what I thought you were going to complain about because Daikin, Daikin units – um, you know, they, they have so much black box technology where it's just like, oh, it's some out, you know, random algorithm that works in the unit, like supermarket refrigeration for the most part, everything's really kind of cut and dry where, you know, basically the, you know, this happens, then this happens and this happens. And there's no, what we refer to as like fuzzy logic, like logic that's actually built in the controller. So that's one of the things I have a hard time dealing with, like with VRF systems, because, I th when I think trying to control temperature, right, I think as a refrigeration guy, I'm like, okay, so I need to control the pressure in order to control temperature, right? And for the most mm -hmm. part, I'm right, except That's when ta talking about a diking uh, controller, they actually modulate their compressor, their variable speed compressor um, or digital compressor, whatever they're using, based off of what the superheat is actually coming back to the unit. Yeah. Um, so they have sensors, you know, on there to, to see – you know what the superheat is at the unit because they don't use pressure transducers because the units excuse me because the units are so small um but for the most part they you know they alarm based off of two reasons one um uh one is if the superheat is too uh, low you'll get an alarm or if the superheat's too high or typically it'll alarm off on low charge when they have uh when they have um high discharge superheat right because if you're not cooling off the suction you're not going to cool down the discharge okay uh, when you say Daikin offers free training, it's only on their equipment or general knowledge. It's only on their equipment. Um, they actually, when I went there to go visit, they sent me home with probably a stack of books. No, I'm not even lying. Probably like this far. Um, and uh, I need to look at the website, but I'm pretty sure it's uh, Daikin US. You just have to sign up for the sign up for the website, and that gives you access to all their schedules and everything. So it's dykenapplied.com slash training for those of you who are looking. Thank you. Welcome. And here's one more too. Here's one more question for you, Brett, from HVAC teacher. That's Jimmy, right? Jimmy. Jimmy. I don't think I met Jimmy. Um, Jimmy is um, from HVAC Army too, Brett. Okay. Uh, anyone that wants to, to, to wax, uh, wax intellectual or, or just have, you know, whatever about refrigeration or HVAC, I mean, uh, if you listen to our podcast, you, you know, really what it's kind of about. It's, it's more of a you know, technical, right. Cool. Um, we, we've done some basic episodes cause you know, we just, we want to try to make sure we get everyone in the conversation. Right. Cause you know, some of the stuff you listen to and you're like, I have no idea what the hell he's talking about, whatever, you know, and I try, I try to elaborate, um, as much as I can. Um, that's why a lot of the things that, you know, we do talk about where I'm like, they're not, they're not going to be able to get it. I'll end up, you know, taking the audio and then making a video out of it. Like I did a non-condensables test video. That's like you know, seven minutes long. 
you know, just just taking the information that we're that we're taking and 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 kind of put it in more as as you said, more visual, you know, so you get that that acumen back because your your brain learns more when you when you do three things when right when you're writing down what you're listening to, what you're listening to, and actually what you're what you're seeing. That way, your brain has three different inputs where you're basically taking that knowledge and then and putting it out there. But um, any kind of guest that wants to uh, talk refrigeration, right? That's what we're looking for. Uh, instructors you know talking about it, it could be anything man if you want to talk about you know how we get more people in the industry i'm down for a conversation about that high ambient strategies you know what we deal with with higher heat and what ways you could deal with that have you ever had uh, rick on the channel no i haven't i he i think he would be a perfect guest rick. see that's what i mean like no one's ever asked like I, I we usually do all the asking and i'm like i don't know it's because yeah. kevin's a snob He's not a snob. <laughs> yeah, and just so you know, uh, Brett, uh, when I was talking about Daikin earlier, it was strictly on their basic rooftop units. That's all their panel configuration, not any of the controls. The ones I work on are fairly basic: uh, ignition oh, okay. control board, main control board, combustion blower, compressor, compressor contactor. They're pretty basic. Pretty and, uh, th- those are the ones I hate. Same here. I'm like these things are anyway. Daikin's a great, great company. So hopefully I'm not stepping on anybody's toes here, but. Um, You're the Daikin Hughes man wants a sponsorship. You hear that? Nah. <laughs> nah, I've got some free uh, United Refrigeration Daikin shirts. They've mm-hmm. sent me those. I do like them. Nice. People are like Daikin. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got this sh- sh- free shirt from United. It's my yep. uniform. <laughs> reach out to me you know you can uh, email me at advanced refrigeration podcast at gmail.com uh any social media where i'm on uh let's uh let's set something up man absolutely well guys oh, go sorry what um, yeah. no, i i missed what that? you said there i said apparently i just have to ask if see if it's someone who wants to be a guest i mean you know, Bill. Every time I talk to Bill, he, you know, he wants to talk about CO two, but never wants to come on the podcast. Well, he had no problem coming on with us and talking about skull shavers. So <laughs> maybe it's the content. He's on cooler heads too. To be fair, speaking of skull shavers, guys, if you're bald and you want to stay bald, <laughs> hit up Skull Shaver, the Pitbull Gold. I love this thing. I'm looking for a sponsorship from them. So I'm going to send our media handy. kit to them. <laughs> you know, I reached out to them once. I was like, "Hey guys, I'm an HVAC. Te- I'm an HVAC technician. I'm bald." And I said, "A lot of people that watch my channel are bald too. Don't you send me one of these skull shavers?" They did. Nobody ever got back to me. Uh, so I was like, "Whatever." What's What's that other company that I'm that I'm thinking of? Oh, all right. I know where I'm going to send mine now, to now. <laughs> okay, are you going to share or no? You're oh, uh, it, I was, I was going to make a joke. It was either going to be man, uh, uh, manscaped, manscaped, or, <laughs> or, or 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 there's another site, uh, Merkin Merkins of Love, <laughs> Merkins of Love. That's <laughs> like a uh, yeah. A manscaped though, I'm pretty sure they sponsor anybody who reaches out to them because I see I watch a lot of YouTube and it's not all HVAC. It's the broad I watch poker videos. I watch these type of all kinds of videos. Everybody's sponsored by Manscaped. <laughs> HVAC teachers like how about Adam and Eve? <laughs> Listen, you boys. Settle right. down. I know what that down. one is. So 
Well, guys, we're on hour and 23 minutes. I know Jennifer's got things to attend to. Brett, I I appreciate you coming on. You're welcome anytime. I'd like to maybe get to about 10 or 12 episodes, right? And then to cap off that 10th or 12th episode, just have every guest we ever had on, on for one huge extravaganza episode. Yes. Is that yes. sound awesome? Would you, would you, the, it would be like Sounds the amazing. Brady Bunch legit that time. But Brett, thank you very much, guys. In the chat, if you haven't already checked out Advanced Refrigeration Podcast, the Cooler Heads Podcast, he's got websites, he's got uh, email addresses. It's all the same name, right? Yeah, all over Advanced the place. Refrigeration Podcast. Brett Wetzel, he's a world traveler, getting stuck here, getting stuck there. Um, a really good dude, very smart. He's got good things happening. He's a family man. Jennifer, as always, it's lovely to as speak always. with you. Um, <laughs> guys, I appreciate Anybody got any parting words they'd like to say before I end this thing? Jennifer? Um, Adam does. Adam wants to say, Bill is looking for people to sponsor his new HVAC gay dating site. So we'll just <laughs> leave you all with that. I want to know the email. <laughs> 